know that this road has been very hard. And yet here you are, building this magnificent family. What's going on in that head of yours? Something little piece of it. Is it dead? They're not afraid of anything. But I am. I'm afraid of losing someone I love. Dominic Toretto. You're about to learn all about fear. Boom! You built such a beautiful life, filled with love and family. I never got that chance. You stole that from me. My future. My family. And now, I'm gonna break yours. He's coming for you with everything. What's the plan, Dom? I'm not sure anymore. One of us might not come back from this. But we have to fight. Never accept death when suffering is owed. It's a setup. He's trying to tear us apart. Our situation is fight one. What you gonna do? Fight or run? Winning used to be about winning. We raced for respect. Today, I raced to stop the bloodbath. That's the problem with having such a big family. How do you choose the ones you save? Let's race! You still know how to drive? What do you think? It's showtime! Here we go! Game recognizes game. to Cinemania World, guys. I am not Dwayne, but I'm Leo here to host the Fast X Review, guys. And yo, listen, we're going to get down into this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into it, let me first introduce my co-host here, Manda from Cinemania and Candid Cinema. Manda, how you doing? 
I'm doing great and I'm so excited to talk about Fast X with you, Leo. It's going to be a good time. This is so weird because I remember when we both saw Fast 9 and it was like, uh, we really did not like it. It was, I, I speaking for myself, honestly, it's one of the worst Fast and Furious movies. I, I actually think I have it at the bottom of my ranking. So this is a cool reaction to this one that it actually mm -hmm. felt like a good Fast and Furious movie again. Yeah, like I remember watching Fast 9, I roasted it. Like yeah, I totally same. roasted it. And I'm not like, I'm not a massive uh, fan of the franchise and I know you are. Um, but like watching the entire franchise in bits and pieces and then going in for nine was just the biggest disappointment ever. For real. It was, yeah, it was so bad. It, it was so disappointing because you have like Fast Five and you've got these great, like five through seven is just such a really good moment in the franchise. Mm -hmm. And then you get... Fate wasn't terrible, wasn't great, and then nine just really dropped the ball. But guys, today we are here to review the latest installment and in the eleventh movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes, I said eleventh, and part one of supposedly three of the <laughs> Fast X trilogy here that we're dealing with. But guys, the synopsis off of IMDb reads: Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin. Hernan Riaz, and it stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jason Statham, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Natalie Emmanuel, Charlize Theron, John Cena, and all the usuals, guys. Song Kang is back. Helen Mirren is back. We got Scott Eastwood joining in a great new performance from Jason Momoa as well. Brie Larson joins the cast this time. Daniela Melchior and Alan Richson as well. And Manda, let's just kind of start off. We had a really good conversation going in the beginning just about the franchise. I wanted to ask you in terms of X... I think we both agree that it was a step up from Fast 9. How are you feeling in terms of it with, compared to the rest of the franchise? I think for me, the other Fast films, especially especially Fast 9, they took the, themselves so seriously. And I think that's what harmed um, my viewing experience of it because you watch these stunts and it's like, it's literally impossible that they're doing this. Impossible. Come on. Like, they went to space, fam. Like, that's impossible. You want to, like, I have to believe that. It's Right. On. You can't, right? But what I absolutely loved about Fast X, and if this is, like, part one of three in this, like, massive final trilogy that they're doing, they're going all out. They're making it bigger and better. But they are very self-aware of the yeah. legacy of the Fast franchise. Um, and I, that's what I really appreciated about this is that they were making fun of themselves for being here this long. And that made the audience feel like they were part of the family as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a good point. And it did it better than Fast 9 because the problem with Fast 9 is they kept doing these jokes through Roman and Tej, which was like, oh, we never die, and oh, we've survived so long. And it was, like, funny the first time, but when it kept happening over and over and over, it was, like, this weird beat that just didn't... It wasn't funny anymore. 
it just got super dry as they kept doing it throughout the movie. But here you've got this campy over the top villain. You've got the familia back in full form and there nobody's acting out of character. There's not these weird meta jokes. Like I, I really liked how we brought things back here and you have a villain that feels like they belong in this franchise of Jason Momoa. I mean, he just chews up the scenery and dang near every scene he's in. He's funny. He's goofy, but he's also cold and calculating and very cunning and evil too. What did you think about Jason Momoa? And how do you feel? It seems to me he kind of rejuiced the franchise a little bit, kind of brought some life back into the franchise after the fall of nine. Yeah, I completely agree. I personally think that if they did not cast Jason Momoa as Dante, this movie would not have been as strong as it was because even if he wasn't on screen, um, I still felt his presence because he felt threatening. You know, Mm -hmm. I I, like I've watched I've watched a couple of of the films and I don't think that I've I felt the threat against like Dom in the entire family before like this. Um, but I was just so excited to see what Jason Momoa was going to do next. Um, and that, that, you know, that's a great villain. He's very unexpected, Mm -hmm. um, very unpredictable. And I just, I loved his, um, I just loved everything he did that, like his ponytails, the the painting his nails, (laughs) just like he was so flamboyant and over the top. And that's what's scary, you know? So I, I think when when we heard because we we heard that there was going to be three parts um at the rome premiere vin diesel mm-hmm. was going to be part one part two part three and everyone before watching this is like what the hell how are they going to do that but now after watching fast x if we have jason momoa i will sign up for another six to be <laughs> to see how this is going to play wow. out. i'm not i'm serious like i loved everything about him um, wow, I'm not saying okay. the movie's like perfect, but he just brought the fun, and I totally agree. Like he, it was a breath of fresh air, like you said. It yeah. was just awesome to see him have fun. I think because if you compare his father and five, Hern and Reyes, the first like. I would say Fast Five was kind of like the start of the peak of the franchise. So I, I guess kind of the first super big bad he's he's more serious and the focus of the film is not as much reyes as it is the rivalry between dom and the rock coming in and that character in hobbs so Mm -hmm. i think here you have a character who's campy goofy over the top but feels like you were saying like a threat feels like someone like that they have to look out for and honestly has me worried for dom i mean we've Mm -hmm. got three parts here could he potentially maybe not even make it out of all three who knows? But I think he's a big step up from John Cena, who does not play the serious brooding villain well at all. Um, <laughs> no. Big step up from Charlize Theron, which bless her heart. She's a great actress. She's phenomenal. But I just think maybe a little too serious for the franchise. She, he's just the, probably one of the best villains that the franchise has had. And if you don't quite count Luke Hobbs as a villain for five, I mean, he might be like... Up toward the top there, honestly, he mm-hmm. might be the best one, if not one of the best. But honestly, I think there are some other really good th- qualities about the movie as well. I do think 
at least for me, I do think it doesn't drag nearly as long as nine. I'm really glad they took mm-hmm. the flashback stuff out. That was a terrible storytelling choice in nine. Glad that we didn't do any flashbacks. Um, I do like that there's a race in the movie. So we actually got a race back. It feels like we're getting a little bit more of the car scene back that was so prevalent in the early films in the franchise. So there's some really good things about Fast X. What are some things that you enjoyed about it? Um, I think the action set pieces were really strong. Like you said, to go back to the racing, uh, to go back to the roots of this is something that they should have done um, a while back because it just grounds um, who Dom Toretto is. And he felt like he was back in his element as well in that moment. Yeah. Like Daniela Melchor too. Like I I love the scene, uh, the scene. I love the shot <laughs> when they were pulling back out of the windows of each car I think yeah. it's in the trailer. Oh, I was like, so good. This is mint. Oh my God. I got me so excited. <laughs> like for a race, right? Um, yeah. But I just, I, I thought that was so, so good. And then traveling through Rome um, w- was a great, great set piece as well. Um, I like the action scenes and I feel like two of them, like the ones that I just mentioned were believable. The end obviously was not believable whatsoever <laughs> right <laughs> i was so like what is this yeah i was so over the top like you kind of needed that um at the same time i was sitting there really like giddy i had a big smile on my face when that third act uh, kind of unfolded because i'm like you know what <laughs> right. i'm looking for this craziness i was really happy about it um that was good i think the focus on um um dom and letty's son was really important here. And I kind yeah. of, think it sets up, you know, the generational um, connection, obviously to pass things down, which parallels mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what happens with Dante as well. So I think yeah. that the script was actually good compared to other fast films. Um, like I think story-wise, I, that's what kept me engaged as well to see that the kid was involved and I love yeah. that he was paired with John Cena. I thought oh, that they're was so good together. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't like, we didn't get enough scenes with them, I think. Uh, but the scenes that we did get, I was really happy that he paired him with that. But I think that this arc with Dom and his son is not that I want to say that it foreshadows what could possibly happen in part three. Yeah. It seems a little like set up. Yeah, it does, but I I think that it works if it's going to be like a like a final like it's going to be the end of it all. So mm. yeah, I like the story beats, action set pieces were good, um, and yeah, that I just liked that the focus was not only on Dom, it was with the whole family as well. Yeah, they were very all involved in this story, and that everybody had their side stories going on now. Mm-hmm. Little B, I'm gonna need them to decide what race he is because every single yeah. movie they swapping up that actor, and I'm like, I it's swear true. the last movie he looked completely different. I was like, what's going on with them swapping up this actor? And then as the baby, uh, he doesn't even look nearly how he looks right now. I'm like, all right, 
I, I think this is going to be the little B we're rolling with it for the next couple of movies. So let's just keep him in because it's felt yeah. like a weird jarring transition every single time. But yeah, I'm with you. Great action sequences. Even the ones that were super unbelievable. There's one point in the movie, slight spoiler, but it's in the trailer. Then Diesel like lifts up a car door to block some bullets and stuff. I'm like, okay, he goes full Captain America in this. There, he's chasing after a bomb in the beginning. There's just these over-the-top stunts that feel a lot more believable than the stuff in nine because it was like okay going to space is just wacky and wonky and it looked weird and obviously some of the vfx in this movie not great some of the cinematography not great but the visual or i'm sorry the actual action sequences are super fun they keep you on the edge of your seat and I had a really great time, but there's so many new characters this time around. I mean, mm -hmm. you had Daniela Melchior, you had uh, Jason Momoa, of course, who we've already talked about. Brie Larson was here. Alan Richson was here. Lots of new faces to the franchise that didn't make it feel overstuffed or overwhelming. It made it to me like everybody really fit in, I think. Especially, I actually, mm -hmm. aside from Jason Momoa, I actually really liked his dynamic with Alan Richson. And See. I really liked what they did with those two characters. And Brie Larson didn't get as much screen time as I thought, but I thought she had the presence. I thought she really showed up. Bringing back Helen Mirren was a good idea. Just the familia in this one, man, and bringing in these new faces. I thought everything really synergized very well with the new characters and the classic characters of the franchise. Bringing back people, some cameos, some things here. But I don't think this is going to be a spoiler review, so we won't talk too much about the cameos and other people <laughs> who pop up. But there's some really engaging and great cameos, too. And fans of the franchise will really enjoy that. Also, Scott Eastwood, little nobody, thought he was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jason Momoa called him Captain America. I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, like, <laughs> honestly... This was really engaging, and like you said, the script was stronger. There are some really good emotional sequences, especially mm -hmm. the one with Dom and uh, Daniela Melchior's character. Really great, engaging se uh, sequence with those characters. I want to take a brief note to talk about what they did with Paul Walker in this one. I thought what they did with Brian O'Connor was the best choice after his death. Obviously, in Seven, they couldn't you know, just write that character out because of all the scenes that were already shot. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. But I mean, I think that just kind of dedicating a, a, a nice sequence here to that character was awesome. I like that they didn't have the brother doing the body double thing. I think, I think we're kind of past that. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. it's nice to honor Paul Walker and just really have some dedication to him in the movie without having to have his brother in and the CGI face. It just feels like at this point that that would be too much. <laughs> I think we're, you know, I think we, we got past seven and eight. I think we're okay. Yeah. But what I this totally franchise. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. What this franchise has done with him too. I think what was it? Eight or nine when he just kind of like somebody pulled up in his car. I like that too. So they really know how to dedicate things to Paul Walker, but. We've really talked a, a good length about the good things in this film, the good action sequences, the good emotional set pieces as well. Jason Momoa's Dante was awesome. Alan Richson, the new characters. Let's talk a little bit about some stuff that doesn't work. Because, <laughs> I mean, with every Fast and Furious movie, there's going to be stuff that doesn't work. 
Um, like some of the VFX in this movie is just jarringly noticeable. Uh, you could definitely tell there's some green screen going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, what are a couple of things that you didn't quite like about Fast X? The location titles just oh, like, man. pulled me out of, the, <laughs> it felt like it, I was in GTA. It felt like I was right? playing, I was like. Well, am I in Grand Theft Auto right now? Like, what is this? Because they changed locations for about, I think, in the span of 10 minutes, they showed like four different location titles. And I'm like, yeah. damn. But they were massive. Like, like it's Civil War type of massive. <laughs> um, so I was like, what is this? And then I kind of rolled with it. And, and I said it in my review. I'm like, we don't need a GTA movie anymore because Fast and Furious kind of did it um, <laughs> with that. But it was just, it was interesting, uh, that stuff. I think that, I think a lot of stuff was with with Letty was mishandled. I don't think she was in it as much as I would have liked her to. I think mm. for me, like, Letty on a motorcycle is probably my favorite thing ever. Badass. I love her. Such a badass. Um yeah, I think the choices with Letty probably I didn't like that much. I didn't feel like she was in it as much. Yeah. Um, I felt like in the middle, it got too jumpy. And mm -hmm. you could mm -hmm. tell when it was slowing down a bit because they were trying to set up the third act. That's the only thing where I was, I was sitting there confused because as you said, like people were popping up um, just a bit. I was, I was confused with certain things, maybe because I'm not like that much of a fan of the franchise um but yeah there there are like poor choices made sometimes with the editing for the action like it was it was jumpy as i said but or else yeah i i really had fun with it i kind of threw away the bad things while i was watching it because <laughs> i'm like this is a freaking blast man like i i was enjoying myself too much to um to really focus on what the franchise is kind of known for like you know, just the poor aspects of it. I'm like, you just roll with the punches at this point. Yeah. Just roll with it. You know, there's, and I don't know if I, I necessarily call this bad, but it's just kind of campy. I'm like, this is more a Marvel movie than, than Quantumania was. I mean, you've got Vin Diesel like showing up, <laughs> bucking his chest out and scenes and stuff. And Dom is just like taking up the screen and trying to be larger than life in this. And it's just, it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's like, woo, we, we have completely changed this franchise into just a blockbuster fest here. We're just we're just going for it. And honestly, yeah, I, I will agree with you when it comes to Letty. I did like her versus Cypher. I did like the her and Charlize mm -hmm. Theron throwing down. But then once that stops, there's not a lot going on with her character. I do think the location jumping is pretty jarring. Um, there is a, a lot of it, a lot of different locations, a lot of jumping around. So that's a little jarring at points where you're just, like you said, in the span of 10 minutes going to four locations, you're like, whoa, I didn't even get like used to the last one. Hold on here. Yeah. Um, it was just a little bit much. And then there's just, there's so much going on at times that it can feel a little bit like whiplash. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's just a little bit of a pacing problem, especially like you said, in that second act where things are just really jumping around and jumping and jumping and jumping. And I would say that that probably undercuts it a little bit. And then like I was saying earlier, the VFX and, but all in all, 
a big step up from Fast 9. To me, this feels like a, a step in the direction of like that peak of the franchise of 5 through 7. It's got the really great stunts. It's got the really cool, really good driving and like the racing scenes. And like even car stunts that are over the top are still a little more believable than some of what we've seen in the franchise. Like it's gotten just over the top. We, we already know there's just something they're pulling a bank safe in five Dom's like wrecking a car and saving Letty jumping out of a, jumping off the hood of a car to catch Letty and, and six. Like there's just all these crazy stunts, but here besides maybe that last probably like 20, 30 minutes, like it's like, okay, here we go. I would say here things feel pretty believable for the most part. <laughs> it really does. And I think that's because they just grounded it with the story because I feel yeah. like there was nothing to hold on to in nine. There was absolutely nothing that I cared about in nine. So then with 10, it's like, you're so invested in the characters, you're invested in Dante and you're invested in what Dom's doing as well to counter that. And I think that's why you're kind of cheering that, like I was cheering Dante on, but I was also cheering Dom on with these insane stunts and you were just in it with them because of the threat of just how threatening he was. So it was really cool that the audience could just be cheering them on because I don't think that happened in nine um, for like the audience that I was sitting with, but with this, everyone was cheering nonstop. Um, And it, it, it just felt like a really cool collective watching experience because of that. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it did feel like a lot of the fans of the franchise were really loving things that were going on. And it, it's it's so weird that we say that about Nine, that there's just like not a lot to care about when it's like, okay, that's the movie where we see Dom's dad, where we mm-hmm. see the younger Dom, the younger Jacob. But those storytelling devices took away from the movie. And John Cena was not a good villain. He's so much better in this as the goofy uncle. Like, keep him in the peacemaker, goofy, funny, campy roles like this. Making him the serious villain was just not good for the franchise. But all in all, a very fun experience here. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on in the movie? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered... Oh, I actually, I do want to add that um, I may have to watch Fast X again because I did not listen to a word Alan Richardson said because I was just taken aback by how handsome he was because the last time I saw him was in Titans and I'm like, he didn't look like that in Titans. I was like, who is this man? Right? I was like, I know his face. And then I was like, what? So I just wanted to add that. I think Larry would appreciate me adding that. But I was just floored with that. I have to watch it again. I understand what he was saying. So, yeah. Oh, man. Well, hold on. You didn't watch that Jack Reacher? No, I didn't. I know, but now I want to see what happened. Now I got to go back and watch it because it was... Manda Thurston, she said, I didn't listen to a word he said. I did. She was looking at him. I was like, who is this? And then it clicked, and I was like, oh, okay. Now to watch it. Who is this man? Jeez. (laughs) Freaking body of a god over here. It's true. I was like, cast him in DC. Cast him in Marvel, please, again. Right, right. He deserves to be in a big franchise, man. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Oh, I also really liked the use of scenes from five in this one. I thought it was Mm -hmm. cool to like connect the dots to five because it's like, okay, this is 10. You connect it with five. Okay, it kind of 
connects up. So I liked him doing that. The scenes from yeah. other movies were awesome. But guys, that is our Fast X review. Manda, let the people know where they can find you and what's coming up. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMXND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. Tomorrow is the big day to go under the sea as The Little Mm -hmm. Mermaid uh, is coming out this week. So uh, my review for that will be up, and uh, I'm really excited for everyone to watch it. Guys, definitely go watch the review and go watch The Little Mermaid coming out. And if you haven't already, go watch Fast X. You can come on over to YouTube and find me over at Geekly Goods. I will also have a Little Mermaid review up tomorrow. And uh, we'll see how things go because, man, that fan base has been rough. But, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we'll see you later.